0: This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney Pixar's Inside Out Two. It's time to greet your team, Riley. (laughs) It's anger. Let me out of fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Sadness is in the house. Oh no! Hello, I'm
1: anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions.
0: Disney and Pixar's Inside Out Two.
1: There's a part two.
0: We're going rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters. Friday. Get tickets now. Tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. After Buzz TV. After
2: Buzz
0: TV.
3: do this. <laughs> the champ is back, John but th- I'm Gina tough enough. My voice isn't here, but I'm going to keep going as best as I can, and we are going to talk tough enough live here on After Buzz TV. If you're watching AfterBuzzTV.com, the YouTube page, iTunes, SoundCloud, five stars. Like, subscribe. Yes, I know my voice is gone. What happened? It's, like, it's like you saw some two guys super kick some shit. Yeah, you I'll be in a minute. Well, in the meantime, let's introduce ourselves. Welcome to Tough Enough After Buzz, everybody. I am Christian Rosenberg. Follow me on Twitter at Rue Rosenberg. Instagram at the Roo Rosenberg. Full crew here tonight. Yeah. To my left at Christian Reports, it is Christy Olsen.
1: Hello, everybody.
3: Over in the baby blue at G. Hermosa, the encyclopedia of sports entertainment, Mr. George Hermosa. No, that's right. That's me. I'm still and, waiting for somebody to try and stump me. Ooh. And in the kind of reddish orange, burnt orange, That's red. bittersweet. It's <laughs> not red. It's clearly, it's like cherry red. It's not cherry red. You know what? I'm back you up the on this dress is blue and black. Bag. Yeah, burnt orange. <laughs> thank you. As Steve what? Kaufman, it's Steve Kaufman.
2: Yes. What's happening with the perception of color on the people <laughs> of that side of the room?
3: Well, see, on this side, also, we have very good taste in fashion. As you can see from my Christian Rosenberg t shirt that you can get at prowrestlingtees.com slash Christian Rosenberg. You mean the thing that your
4: laptop's covering up?
3: what this thing (laughs) (laughs) you can see right here (laughs) um i I, I gotta i I gotta sign back into my computer now and don't forget bo leave and bo dallas is here in studio with us per action figure uh so um but yeah my voice is gone because i spent this weekend doing commentary where you probably saw it on tmz hashtag super kick a kid um the young bucks decided to kick a 9-year-old's head off and I was doing a play-by-play during it and then and then on sunday Wait, can
1: people hear you on the TMZ video
3: yes Mm-hmm. And then you're
1: on TMZ. I, I, I'm, I'm
3: kind of a big deal, everybody. And and then on Sunday, I got the managed former Intercontinental and Tag Team Champion Carlito. Wow. And then he spit an apple in my face, which wasn't very nice. Aww. Um. And now I'm here with you guys. <laughs> he was United States Champion we, as well.
1: Who promised yes. not to spit anything in your face?
3: Thank Christian. you. I, I do not. <laughs> make Steve that does promise. not make that promise.
2: I, I cannot speak for what I will do <laughs> in the course of this show. <laughs>
3: Your voice was fine until we started. Like, what did you do? Well, when I'm talking like low, like, okay, over here, then you know, sounds fine. But then when I'm excited to talk, <laughs> <laughs> I am very excited to be here too, <laughs> guys. Puberty is a beautiful thing. <laughs> so let's let's get into tough enough, shall we? We. We don't but, have many people left,
4: by the way. Uh, yeah. But I think they started. Re- it's the, the greatest one.
3: show of all TV shows, or the yep. best, the greatest show in the history of in
4: shows. The history of TV shows. The, the show, quote unquote, which from is so, John Cena, which is absolutely
3: true. Literally the show <laughs> of shows. I will be honest though. This episode, to me, without a doubt, was my favorite episode of the season. Same here. Steve yeah. agrees with me. I
2: they're they're still mulling it over. Yeah, I semi see when I when I heard Chris Jericho was going to be the host of Tough Enough. I thought every episode would be like this one that he'd be hands on there'd still be three coaches, but he'd be hands on in the ring with every, for every exercise.
1: Is and, that what you guys liked so much about the episode, yeah. or was it more that there was finally actual
2: wrestling matches going on that too that too but I think if if every in the ring if every in the ring part not the challenge part involved Chris Jericho similar to the twenty eleven season with austin mm-hmm whose shirt I'm wearing that you can find on ProWrestlingTees.com. And while you're there... <laughs> and while you're there... <laughs>
3: Whoa, you can
2: Rosenberg... I, the, I know, I, I'm we, trying there's my best. A lot of, there's a lot of bad throats happening. By the
3: way, George, I have a stump, you, I have a stump question for you. Ooh. How many times has John Cena lost clean since 2005? Wow, that's a good one. So episode. think about that that's one. Thing while about we, it. while we get we into... To give you a
1: pen and paper. Yeah, <laughs>
3: actually, let <laughs> <Well, laughs> well,
4: okay.
1: um, pen. Get, and let's, a let's, paper. Let's, let's get into the episode. Real quick, what you were
4: saying as well, I do like this episode as well because they kind of emphasize... We took it all. We brought them to our
1: land.
0: An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse oh. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the
2: end... What will I
0: become?
1: Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2.
4: Play it now with Game Pass. Oh, I just read story papers. They kind of emphasize on why wrestling is so important as far as psychology-wise
3: and storytelling. And that part I really, really liked. Yeah, and this is why I really liked it. Because the entire episode, there was no... Weird relay race challenge. Mm -hmm. Mm. There is no, you know, hey, the word of the day is... (laughs) I mean, even though it was kind of about, like, hey, ring psychology stuff, but it was, hey, you have to be a sports entertainer. You have to put on a match. And we're going to get into that. But the show starts with, after the elimination, they head back to the barracks, and Chris Jericho is at the barracks to surprise them with some pizza and apparently wearing... Um, a hoodie completely like unzipped. It's. It, I mean, was anyone want to notice that, no, that he's pretty much topless?
2: I also noticed that some sometimes people go weird with go weird with fashion choices. Batista did that a lot, where he would wear a suit jacket and then oh. nothing underneath. I just wrote it. down
4: Batista.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, define clean. Clean uh, means no interference, no cheating, no nothing. So, no, for example, like so, edge at one night stand. Or
2: yeah, rather yeah. than rather than him, One Night Stand would not count. Because Edge ran in.
3: Yeah, or like,
2: or what be clean. About,
4: or what about New Year's Revolution, two thousand six, when um, Edge cashed in? Yes. We've
1: it lost was, them it entirely, was clean. You know, I am so sorry. I'd, <laughs>
2: give, I'd give that clean, but that would be Why an Why did asterisk. I tell him the question was <laughs> asked? <laughs> so let's put well. Edge to uh, New Year's Revolution
4: asterisk. Anyway, <laughs> okay. So, okay, but yeah, but you know what?
1: It's a good thing that we know that Chris Jericho isn't a big D bag because he kind of looks like one sometimes. So, it's good that we but know he's that not. he's not. He's, not. he's hey, not. Hey,
2: he was wearing a, a very thin hoodie with no shirt underneath, but he had a scarf. So, it made it all
3: okay. Uh, and he loves a, a scarf
1: doesn't increase D bagness <laughs> whatsoever.
0: He also
3: had two boxes of unmarked pizzas. Yeah. So, Two boxes of n- non-branded pizzas. Of those n- pizzas look good. Of nom- look good. Of nomino Juan Hut pizza.
1: <laughs> yeah, but don't you figure that, like, ZZ and Josh both could pack away two pizzas? Like, how is two pizzas going to be enough for Chris Jericho and the cast
3: of Steve Cuffin? and I Hello. can pack away two pizzas. Yeah,
1: right? See, I'm like, Jericho did not bring enough pizza.
3: I <laughs> packed away two pizzas since Someone's the show saying. started. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, and those cookies? Damn, <laughs> dude. <laughs> now... <laughs> Now, one thing that really stood out to me in this was Gigi said that this competition is not about being relatable and uh. which ZZ then chimed in and if you've been listening to this show you know how we all feel about ZZ <laughs> but he was 100% right in in this regard he's like no, you have to be relatable because that's how you can convey the story. That's how you grasp them in to want to watch you. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely right.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And how Gigi has not seen this yet baffles me.
1: Well, she did address this on, I think it was Tough Talk. And she did say, you know, she didn't use the best word. She kind of meant instead of that being relatable isn't, Important. She meant okay, being likable isn't important. Like her, or the point that she was trying to make yeah. was that not everyone has to be a baby face. Not everyone has to be loved by the fans. You can be hated by the fans too. But she certainly didn't put it well. well yeah. And let, she she let, worded it. Let's wrong. put
3: it this way: George has a Bo Dallas action figure on the desk here. Let's use him as an example. Bo Dallas is a heel. Don't you like booing him? Yes. Right. That makes him likable to an extent. Mm-hmm. So you need to be likable as well. So the fact that you have to ha- get some type of response from them, mm-hmm. whether they love you or hate you, and Gigi just feels, no, I just have to go out there and do a good job. No, that's not the case. See Charlie Haas, uh, you know, a guy like that, a tremendous competitor, but didn't really have much charisma and never really got a good reaction from the crowds. Um, I don't know why he randomly popped I, in my mind, but well, it was he, Gigi example, has no
1: idea who he is. That was a very
3: <laughs> particular poll. I don't know how that one ran, but there are plenty of others like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Charlie Haas didn't beat John Cena. Get, why is that on the list, George? <laughs> <laughs>
3: he beat him in OVW. <laughs> oh,
2: God,
4: but well, this is since 2005.
3: So, yeah. 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 Oh, um, and then, and then Jericho kind of was guiding them in talking about ring psychology and telling a story, and then had a drinking match with Tanner. Real quick, though, I think they kind of were talking about
4: uh, maybe some of their favorite matches of all time. Oh, they did bring was, that up a little bit, uh, too. Uh, just kind of random, just the way
2: they were talking. Did I mean. anyone else notice that Gigi, of the three that they highlighted, Gigi's was the only one that was more than two years ago? Mm-hmm. 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 And the other two were Brock Lesnar matches of the last, Recent. like, 20 months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I t- it was just like, let's look that at had the, me rolling my eyes. Let's look at the biggest matches that have happened in recent memory. Those, one of those will be my favorite.
3: And, but then my one thing was, okay, Gigi picked that Lita to mask because Lita pretty much broke her neck and yeah. kept going.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: What about the story that was told in the match? There was a great story told in that match.
1: Well, this week they were making an awful big deal out of John Cena keeping going after the No was thing. So that's maybe what yeah. she,
3: but what it, she it had, had the in
1: story. Her the mind. story
4: was so much more than that. It was the, that, that was a great thing about that match. Is it was like a six month story arc uh, that that's that was just mm. really good that culminated into that. Which made it amazing.
1: Yeah, but you know, this whole discussion of the contestants' favorite matches usually happens sooner in the season, and Mm. they usually make a huge deal out of it. We remember this is where Ariane or uh, what the heck is her, Cameron, we haven't seen her in the ring for a while. I have a hard time remembering.
3: My favorite match is Melina versus Alicia Fox from Raw.
1: (laughs) Who? Wasn't
3: that what... What? 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 Isn't that
1: what, uh, what's his name said to her?
3: Yeah, it was just like, it was some random Monday Night Raw match that she named. Yeah, you should, you should have that. I mean, I think it's safe to say all of us can name our favorite match. For sure. What's your favorite match? Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect, SummerSlam 91. What's your favorite match, Christine?
1: Ooh. Uh, oh, no, I'm going to do the thing where I pick a recent one. I like the... <laughs> 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 <You're
0: taking> <laughs> <a> <laughs> the I'm going to
1: take a rock last night. No, Lezheimer. no, 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 no. The ladies at Beast in the East. Ooh. Yes. Um, okay, that was a good I'm one. Gonna, yeah.
2: I'm going to tell you what George's is. This. George's favorite match is Taker... Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Wrestlemania 25.
3: That's true. Well,
1: that's Wow, <laughs> you two know each other from so that, well. That Houston,
3: Houston, that's, a lot, that's a lot of people's favorite match. From Houston, that, is, Texas. that is a fair guess. And, and Steve, since oh. you already guessed George's, should George guess yours? Oh, I, know. <laughs> I know it's going to be some like ECW match or something. No,
2: it's actually uh, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, 60-minute Iron, Iron Man match. Okay. March 31st,
4: 1986, from the Arrowhead uh, Pan of Well Arrowhead Pan? Arrow <laughs> Panned, Arrowhead Pan, Arrowhead Uh the Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. There you go.
3: California, you know okay. Sense? March thirty first,
4: nineteen
1: ninety six. I oh,
3: thought you said eighty six. Well, you know, they did a lot of celebration after mm-hmm. that. Yeah. After that match, after WrestleMania night, and Tanner and Jericho did a lot of celebration this night. And Jericho was up wide awake the next morning. Tanner, not so much. Uh, welcome to life on the road, buddy. <laughs> I I wouldn't try to outdrink
2: Chris Jericho. No,
3: that I don't I think heard that of would a lot work. Of stories about him. <laughs> He's did, a drinker. Did Jericho yeah. invent it? Because he invents everything, he inv- invents late night drinking. Able to get up early with no hangover.
4: Mm. I mean, Tanner was like the only one. I'm kind of curious what everyone else drank, or if they drank. Or they, they I mean, obviously ZZ themselves. Easy probably yeah. woke up fine.
1: Well, it was all premium, top shelf liquor, so no one should have been hurting too bad. They like, weren't drinking, you know, like, like Karkov Fireball? vodka,
2: Fireball. Well, That's but they had, they had
1: They had of, so. they had Patron and Grey Goose as well. Yeah.
2: I saw, I saw I saw. Fireball. I saw Fireball, which is not top shelf by any stretch. That is a liqueur, by, which, the way. by the way. I thought
4: that was banned, by the way. It like should were ban. It's not banned. It's not
1: banned. People love it.
4: Would you like me some Prochon? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back to this list. All right. <laughs> CM Pug Money in the Bank
3: 2011 from Chicago, Illinois.
1: All right. Well, George uh, makes this list. <laughs>
3: And that one, I don't know if you can count clean either, because Laura and I just got involved. But he didn't even do anything. Mm. Uh, I'd count that clean. <laughs> um, so, anyway. <laughs> See, that was what I said. Who, define clean. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> he's he's literally written, like, an entire sheet of paper trying to figure this out. So, oh, look, we're reviewing... Look
1: at this little pink paper.
3: It's adorable. It's a scratch. So, we're reviewing, <laughs> we're reviewing drills. They're reviewing the stuff that went over the previous day. And this time, now, Jericho is there also with Booker T, Billy Gunn, and Lita. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, so here's your challenge today. Uh, Tanner, you and Gigi are going to make a match. so weird. Josh and ZZ, you two are going to make a match. Amanda and Sarah, you two are going to make a match. You have an hour to prepare it. Go. And
2: you only know hip tosses and body slams. Hip toss,
3: body slam, shoulder tackles. So... What do we think first off? God, my voice. What do we think first off of the um, of the matchups? No, well, real quick first too. Um, I mean, you've been backstage a lot with
4: some of the wrestlers, not to overexpose the business, but mm-hmm. is an hour a lot of time to prepare for a match?
1: Yeah.
3: If honestly, there I know plenty of people that that just call it in the ring because mm. they have all that experience. Yeah. There are some people that can do it in ten minutes, or others that mm. need two hours, three hours. I think one hour for them with just a limited amount of moves. I didn't know, and let's be honest, they were planning what maybe a three-minute match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that was more than enough time for them, in my opinion, um, because it's just like okay, we got to do this type of ton stuff. This is the story we're telling. I'm going to do the shoulder tackle. You're going to do this body slam. I'm going to do this hip toss. Then you're going to do this body slam and pin me. I mean that's yeah the match.
1: That's all there is to it.
3: Yeah. Um, so, I, I think an hour in those situations is mm-hmm. enough time. Plus, you have Jericho, you have Booker, you have Billy Gunn kind of helping yeah. you guys as well. Should, to me, that should be more than enough time to do that.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a good, that's a good amount of time to facilitate seven people. Six people? How many? We're six, we're six people into we got this. got six. Six people. Like, that should be enough time to just mm-hmm. make sure so some people might run slower than others. Right. Than an hour for, for their knowledge.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, so... So these were the stories they came up with. Um, Apparently, Tanner cheated on uh, Gigi.
1: (laughs) With her
4: sister.
3: With her sister. So she's pissed. (laughs) So instead of taking out on Mori Povich, we're taking out in the ring. I'm not trying to figure out who the father is. Yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, ZZ is the underdog with big man Josh. That's pretty easy to understand. And then Amanda is the hot girl who thinks she's better than Sarah, aka Michelle McCool mm. and Mickey James, or you know th- that typical. That's a typical storyline we hear all the time with divas matches. At least we I, used to. That's yeah, all but it was so already.
2: obvious. I and felt and uncreative. like creative. Yeah, I felt like that could have been a little more creative, and Sarah could have spoken up a little more to Amanda, just like, hey, maybe maybe we should play, especially since they're telling me I smile too much. We should go out of our way. To do something where I, I'm not smiling and tell a story that I'm not smiling.
1: Yeah. Or they could have played opposites and really kind yeah. of given you a shock.
3: Why couldn't Sarah play a crazy person and is always smiling and laughing? That too. Ooh. Or that would have been a good one. Mind blown. Nobody, <laughs> nobody
2: tells Dean Ambrose he smiles too much in the ring.
3: No. Roman Reigns gets beat up by Brock Lesnar and starts laughing. Aww. That's
2: true. We all, that's telling we a all, story. Yeah, we all found that very enjoyable.
3: So the matches uh get started and they have the entire NXT roster <laughs> as the crowd which is great everybody so cool. was there
1: mm-hmm. like
3: Bailey's front row Ba- and Bailey's just got this look on her face, just like, why am I
2: here? <laughs> <laughs> it struck me as it was an early morning for everybody.
3: Yeah, they're like, we gotta be up
1: at, like uh, No, I think hour. it was an annoying morning well no, I thought everybody. it was a little, speaking of
4: annoying, I thought it was a little annoying. Sarah, where, you know, they walk into the performance center, and you clearly see a bunch of chairs. So she walks in, she's like, oh, blah, 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 and you know, we're doing our thing. And then I turn around, there's all these chairs. You didn't <laughs> see that before you turned around? in then you training? <laughs> Jesus, Sarah Lee.
2: They... They That's why you're
4: not my favorite anymore. They,
2: they probably told her to say that, George. Mm. I just mm-hmm. want—I just want okay. to make sure you're aware of that. I don't know that. Reality shows have producers okay. that act more as writers.
3: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that. Back Josh. Before. Josh versus Zizi was the opening contest, and I thought they did well. Honestly, yeah. I really, I really thought Zizi did a good job in this little match. You know, and you can only move so much, but. He was telling a story with, with his mannerisms um, going around the ring and stuff, and it was clear to the crowd, "Hey, all right, here's this big, giant muscle guy who's just kind of picking on the smaller guy. Let's mm-hmm. root for the smaller guy." It, it told it sold itself, and I thought the two of them did a lot better than I thought they would. There was a mm-hmm. truffle
2: shuffle chant at some point. I heard that, that too. Was a big
4: fan. I did like some of the facial reactions from ZZ, though. Those yeah. were some of my favorite shots from ZZ. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously in professional wrestling, it's all about performance and storytelling, so a lot of it is facial reactions, and I, think
3: he, I thought he did a good part with that. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with both of them.
3: Mm-hmm. Next came Sarah versus Amanda. That's kind of like the calm the crowd down match.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, I,
1: there has been a diva revolution. There's no more snack breaks while the girls are wrestling.
3: Thank goodness, but there was one today. <laughs> <laughs> and... I don't want to say this because I'm so not a fan of her, but as far as the three girls, Amanda by far did the best in this. Did you think so? Oh, without a doubt. Of no actual... co- of the three girls, between Amanda, Sarah, and Gigi, Amanda, she played off being a villain. You know, she played off being a heel, and she responded to, to the boos mm-hmm. and taunted the crowd and sarah uh, once again seemed very lost and was smiling to which booker t just went off on her hmm. and
1: he's so over her I,
3: I loved i loved how like they cut to her after like when the match was like over so like, i feel really good about the match we did really well da 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 and then booker talks and like, i don't know what i have to do no judge <laughs> judges
2: and i and i love how it was in front of the nxt roster all, meaning all of her peers, if she were to win this contract, those would be all of her peers. And Booker T just Those are
3: all the people you have to work with. Yeah, those
2: are all the people she's going to have to work with if she makes it... If she gets this contract and goes developmental. Yeah. And, like, Booker T just, like, dressed her down in front of all of them. She had to deal with that. But she deserved it, so... Well, yeah.
3: Um Finally, the main event of the evening was Tanner versus Gigi. And... To me, Gigi looked even more lost than Sarah. Because, first off, she had no idea how to react to the crowd, respond to the crowd. They had no idea if she, that she was the baby face. Mm-hmm. Um, she fell over at one point, which, that happens. And now, mean, I'm not putting that yeah. against yeah. her. You she was hypnotized no, but the she could have played it
1: off differently. Right,
3: right. <clears throat> and, um, but, to me, it just seemed like cocky guy versus... Blah. Yeah. Like, do I like this person? Do I not oh, like this person? But like- wasn't
1: Tanner being quite blah himself?
3: No, because at the end, he played possum the under end. the ropes of the referee, did the schoolboy, and then like rolled out of the ring and celebrated and mocked. And he, and he was mocking a little bit. Um, I thought he did a little more than what the judges said he did. Mm-hmm. But, yes, he still has more work to do, certainly. Mm-hmm. But... I mean... It also takes two to tango there. I think... That too. I think
2: if it were him and and Josh putting a match together, I think it would have been the best match possible.
1: What do you guys think about the fact that Gigi's now kind of gotten used to working with Amanda and even Sarah Lee and now... and, And Tanner as well is used to working with the guys and now they've been put up against each other. Does that... Don't you think that would kind of lend to a little bit of confusion itself just because she's not used to wrestling Tanner?
4: No. I think it was more focused on the actual psychology of it and storytelling.
2: Yeah, I, and she just didn't have the basics of just who am I to this audience? Like if they were mm-hmm. if they were story are we telling. If they were judging on, you know, maybe
4: ring skills and things like that, yeah, maybe you might get a little thrown off by wrestling a guy, but it wasn't about
3: that really.
2: Mhm.
3: And and I think they they paired these guys the way they did for a reason. You know, they they wanted the, they wanted to the challenge Josh by carrying a match with ZZ. Mm-hmm. And they of to challenge ZZ by keeping up with Josh. Mm-hmm. Man and Sarah hate each other. So we're going to challenge you two by trying to work together. Tanner and Gigi have shown the least amount of charisma. Even though they're, pro- they're two best, probably, athletes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in you know, in man and woman. And so let's see how you two will work together. And to me, I thought Tanner did fine. Uh, Gigi... I just, I watched and I was just like, am I going to be paying money to buy merchandise for this girl today? Well, me-
1: it'll be a while.
3: Well, I mean, if I, if it was, if it was today, you saw these six people wrestle, mm-hmm. you had enough money to buy yourself a t-shirt, um, after you bought one of mine, a pro essence, but you had enough for one more, who would you buy a t-shirt of? A good question because to me it's a no brainer that it was. Oh, see, I was gonna say Josh,
2: yeah, and that was easy. Well, yeah, Josh I was I the think, heel. I think I'm buying
1: ZZ's right. shirt too. Okay, yeah. George,
4: I'd buy Josh. I'm still all Josh. You guys know, about right? But, how much yeah, I love but
3: Dallas. needless to say, we all just picked that opening match. None of us gave a damn about Sarah, Amanda, none of us gave a damn about Tanner, and Gigi.
2: Mm-hmm. That's true.
3: Uh, Josh won for the males. Well, just one overall, and then Sarah was voted the worst, which I think it's safe to say we all were in agreement with both those selections. So, they don't know what to do. (laughs) But I know something that our listeners can do, guys. They can go over to iTunes and rate and subscribe and give that five stars and make sure you keep telling your friends, your loved ones, your arch (laughs) nemesis, if you have more than one nemesis. (laughs) Um, I have several. As many do. Yeah. Um, and make sure you keep telling about the wonderful world of After Buzz. Obviously, we do all the WWE programming here. See Tough Enough, Chrissy and George do Total Divas. Total Divas. I do SmackDown. There's Raw. There's NXT. Uh, the pay-per-views, which these three people that I'm sitting with do as well. And, of course, you name the show, <laughs> After Buzz Does It. So yeah. make sure you look it up, AfterBuzzTV.com, for all the schedule of stuff. And... And all the love fun us things. because Muppets, we love you.
2: Muppets, heroes, Gotham, Modern Family. You're just naming be-
3: all the shows you do. Yes, I am. I am. <laughs>
1: Real Housewives, Dance Moms. I know you guys out there, the tough enough fans are probably huge. Dance they're huge Dance <laughs> Moms fans. Huge Dance Moms fans.
3: I mean, these shows—they're they're so similar to each <laughs> right? other. Uh where was? I? Okay, so now we're back at the barracks. Uh, Tanner and Josh are playing pool again because that seems to be the only thing they do. And they're man, just man. kind of making fun of each other. And um, what is it that Tanner called himself? Like a mechanical what? Uh,
1: He's a mechanical specimen. Thank you. Oh,
3: yes. The mechanical specimen. Because even though he was hungover, he was still able to perform to the extent that he did.
1: But that's not what mechanical means. And that's not a positive thing, especially in the WWE, to be mechanical. This is, yeah. that's, that's not what he... He that's didn't true. say what he thought he said. Right, I mean, he he much, meant yeah. he meant as a physical specimen he could overcome and he could still do it. But to say that he's mechanical, that means that you're that you're
2: yeah. Don't and do stuff. Misplayed well. into mechanical. that. Ms. played into that a lot mm-hmm. later. Yeah, because he mis he misspoke. He didn't mean mechanical.
1: Right, but he still thought that it was the right thing to say. He like kind of Bella twinned it <laughs> with the with the words
3: <laughs> Bella twinned it. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're they're not too much with the words. Those <laughs> Bella twins. Bless their hearts. Love they, them. Both, but
3: they don't they don't talk as good or as as Exactly,
1: okay. <laughs> but they sure are funner.
3: There it is. <laughs> so Tanner and Josh are making fun of each other, and then we we go over to Amanda and Gigi, who are reading tweets that are not very positive about them.
2: Was anyone else wondering if they were going to read theirs?
1: Yes, I was dying <laughs> sitting there with my fingers crossed. <laughs> You guys, I thought that was... I was like, oh, my God, they made this whole scene from my tweet.
2: <laughs> I, was, I was so ready for it. I don't that. recall saying anything particularly mean, but I have said negative things about both of them that, that may have shown up on this segment.
3: I'm glad they didn't. Or There's a, always next I'm, time. I'm, I'm glad you're not interviewing them tomorrow. Then. <laughs> um, did anybody find this so odd that like ain't, you know fine read them you know on your on your own time or whatever that's fine you're making a big deal of you know why are they being so mean and then all of a sudden a man that flips the script is like a hey, oh i can't believe everyone's being so mean about me well you know what bring it on uh-huh. no, no just well, just no kudos <laughs> to them if they can if they, they can just you know, brush it off or, you know, throw it off their shoulder. They're supposed to. They're going to get thousands of tweets a day as a diva. So
1: yeah, seriously. but that's all they've got. They're zealous reality stars at this point. This is their only claim to fame. This Literally, all they have is people tweeting them. That's the only attention that they get. Like, that's them feeling like stars now and they live in this world of social media and WWE and I think it probably kind of inflates your sense of self-importance when you're thinking like, oh my god, 10,000 people talked about me today, or whatever it is when whether people are saying negative things or positive things to you, that goes to your head like People care about talking about me. Like, Gigi I, showed up late hmm. to one of the events a couple days ago, and then she had to make this big social media, make a video. Oh my god, people are wondering where I am. It's okay, I'm still here. Like, they've become legends in their own little minds at this point, and I wasn't surprised to see them sitting and, and in. The I, I,
4: I got excited when I hit 200 Twitter followers.
3: <laughs> and we're very proud of you, right? I'm, I'm yes. at
4: 252 now, so no. I'm at 300. Oh. Hashtag, hashtag grow to 300. Growers. 300
3: is growing. Wow. Wow, That's right. The revolution has begun. Hey. Studio audience, that's enough. You can you can follow him. There might be enough people Seven, in the eight, audience one. to follow they you to follow. get up there. Those are all. His oh, that, that's
2: all 252 <laughs> of them. They follow him around. Um,
4: <laughs>
0: that's right. oh. You, you do!
3: Nothing to be sad about. I love Whoa. it. Whoa. Steven, Thank you. Steven just lost 252 followers. <laughs> They're all mine too. <laughs> so then, ladies and gentlemen, we are we are blessed. Because we we are graced with the presence of the United States champion and Broken Nose survivor, John Cena, who comes out in a new shirt. Mm. There were pictures of this shirt yesterday. Yeah, he premieres new gear
2: on Tough Enough. Would have been raw, but probably. Was anyone else expecting a face mask? Yes, I was. Yeah, I was expecting that Trish Goddess face mask. Yeah,
3: I was expecting just maybe like the little tape around the nose, not the full, not the full mask when you're walking Fair out there to talk yeah. maybe when he wrestles at SummerSlam but um so Cena comes out and he does a really nice speech which is the same exact speech that he gave towards the end of the first season of Total Divas I'll
2: take your word for it
3: because he I remember, because I did the afterbus for Total Divas for uh, season uh, first two seasons And he went on a big thing. I was like, you have to commend these women for having these cameras following around so you can watch their journey, which is something that's never been done before. (laughs) Or, you know, things that, like, so many people would not do. He goes on here today and says, you guys are doing something that no one else is doing. You're allowing us to watch your growth. The NXT superstars, you know, they can make mistakes but they're in the privacy of the performance center around their peers. You don't have that. You're around everyone.
2: You've kind and of destroyed the speech for me. I thought this speech was a one time. No. Like the first time you saying it, and I actually bought in a little.
3: He says it so well because he's such a great speaker. Mm. And I'm all for what he said. We've heard it before. And then he left. Yep. He was there for a minute.
1: Yeah. A hot minute.
3: A hot, a hot minute. sec. He could have at least like AA'd the guys and see how they take it. And then they just pop... Well, everyone's kicking out of it at this point, so yeah. it's okay if they just got it's back up. And mm-hmm. it's better than Big Show just standing there for two to three segments, with arm crossed, <laughs> what would you ra- sweating. And what would you rather have, Cena just show up for a minute, talk, and run out, or have the guy there for 45 Which, by minutes? The way, he
4: accepted Seth Rollins' challenge, by the way. You yeah. He
3: forgot the, probably
4: the real reason why he was there. He
0: mm-hmm.
3: accepted Seth Rollins' challenge through Dana O'Brien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That
0: Which was,
2: was fun that launch. was all
3: That whole thing Was a little wonky
4: um,
1: this was, I mean, was what, what if Daniel Bryan
4: Started doing no What if he started time. Doing the no chance? New York Times Best selling author Daniel Bryan
3: this, Have you bought His book yet I read. already finished His book How was it Amazing So you're Plugging his book Right now I was plugging his book On Total Divas To be honest right. with you <laughs> I'm not even
4: I was trying to tie it in With the whole Brie thing But yeah it, It's a really 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 good book There you go
3: people buy Dan and Brian's book
1: (laughs) or just listen to George talk on these after shows for the next couple weeks and you'll probably learn everything that's interesting in it anyway I
3: forgot to tell you about the anyway (laughs) what what does Bo Dallas think of John Cena's speech he believes
1: why is he making that with his hand
3: well, yeah. You expect a thumbs up?
1: <laughs> yes! Bo, Bo-, Bo Dell should be giving a thumbs up.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, he, can, he can only do so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's an action figure, Chris. Yeah, I mean, he only gets so much airtime.
1: <laughs> High expectation.
3: He's getting more airtime right now than he is on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame because he's my favorite guy right now. <laughs> so, the judges, during like the little grill section, um, they grill Tanner, Sarah, ZZ, and mostly Gigi. Mm. about the fact that the crowd had no idea if they were supposed to cheer or boo you. Jericho had to tell the crowd that you were the good guy. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And they're absolutely right. So bottom three gets announced. Our bottom three is Tanner, Sarah, again, and Gigi. So ZZ survives another week. And Amanda. And Amanda survives another week. We have their speeches. Which again... Two weeks in a row they came before the votes
2: Yay. Listening to us Yes <laughs>
3: uh, Sarah's speech
2: Great as always I Just Hey I'm going to work at this This is what I want yeah. And and it, there was a twinge in the back of her mind Of like you're going to vote for me anyway I'm Sarah you like me Like it is what it is yeah. we, we like Sarah We're I even voted for Sarah but at this point I'm just voting for Sarah it's easy to win the show I think
3: all the, just all the, succumbed to I, the just, inevitable I think all of the last second promos were were all good I thought overall everyone did well Gigi, Gigi kind of was very emotional with it because like this is what I want to do mm-hmm.
1: and she knew what was coming yeah.
3: Tanner I liked Tanners the most because he was he was cocky mm-hmm. but it backed but he backed it up he was just like you're telling me to do this I did it I'm listening to the judges. I did what they told me to do. I'm coachable. I'm improving. Yeah. Take it, because this is what I'm bringing you.
1: I thought his tactic of like attacking the Miz instead of stating his case to the WWE universe was not the best strategy. But if I were if I were Tanner, out I would okay. have if
2: I were Tanner, I would have just done another case for Sara Lee. For one thing, <laughs> <laughs> guys, here's why you're going to vote for Sara Lee. Going back to
4: what we're saying earlier about psychology, and I do actually agree with Miz. I know I've been on this Miz bash thing for the last few weeks, but he did say one thing. That I think was really, really important that he said is not the moves that you do, it's what you do between the moves. Yes. Because mm-hmm. everybody can do a hip toss, everybody can do a clothesline, et et but it's what you do in between the moves. Can you, you do a hip toss I, and clothesline, George? Well, I mean, if I was a wrestler, we'll, okay. we'll find I, out. We'll he, find out
3: next he, Tuesday. Um, that's foreshadowing something that we're going to be doing next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More details to come. Um, but yeah, so they all plead their cases. Dan O'Brien is the only one left with a save. Will you save someone? So dramatic this week, too. Yeah. Well, because he's the only one left. So you know they told him, think about it for a minute. (laughs) We're going to have the camera three inches from your face. (laughs) And then quietly say no.
1: I think something else they probably said to him was, uh, P.S., we're not gonna allow you to use your save this week because we need to be able to control I think we, I that, that will be our complete loss of control over who's gonna be in the finale. Yeah, I
4: think I have a problem. And I was not expecting him happens. to use it. Yeah. I and I, I know what's gonna happen next week. I know
2: exactly well, because, piss me off. Because next week is the last time he can use a save. Yes. So
3: I And then he's going to He's going mm-hmm. to use it next week. So the votes are, are in. in my voice is not, but my <laughs> the votes are in Sarah received 43% again Tanner 35% and with 22% Gigi the girl that we thought would be competing with Daria in the finals (laughs) and then when Daria got eliminated we we thought Gigi would be the one competing with Chelsea in the finals (laughs) then when Chelsea got eliminated okay Gigi is the one that's going to win was sent home and she genuinely started crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she was really, really upset. And, and we, she, and she said, you know, when Renee young, like ran up to her immediately, which is just so awkward, Yeah, <laughs> but, but it has to be done. She said, the universe doesn't like her yet, but that, that sucks.
1: That wasn't <laughs> very nice.
4: I, I will say this though. When, uh, during her thirty-second plea, I bought it when she was going off and yes. saying, "You know, I bought it." She was like, "Oh, you know, this is all I know now. Like, mm-hmm. I have no backup plan." I'm like, "You know what? You know what, Gigi, me and you, we're gonna go on a date and we're gonna talk about wrestling." <laughs> Which, by the way, tomorrow, tomorrow. I was just gonna crash the set
3: tomorrow, but, um, mm. but you yeah, sure well, you no, we're know. gonna we're gonna lock the door so you can't get in. Okay, but yeah, just
4: you know, just <laughs> put it. In, put it in. I'm already trying to to tell Daria to hook me up, but maybe. If How's not, that going so far? She's not responding. Really I think she deleted me from her phone book. Um, <laughs> right, probably so. But now if I have somebody else kind of making a case for me. So I'm looking at you, by the way. Oh, you're looking yeah. at
3: me. Yeah, just... I am single, too. I Why think, can't I make yeah, a case for he's myself? Yeah, he's
1: going to be concerned about hitting on her
4: for himself tomorrow I thought when he you were wrong her. Chelsea. Really Come through. on, now you're being selfish. You <laughs> just <laughs> said Chelsea was, like, the best-looking one.
3: Because she was. Yes. But then with the, you know... Well, the I'm, well, I'm talking to Gigi this week, so... <sighs>
1: I'm just so glad you guys are over Sarah Lee
3: I'm still still holding out for Sarah Lee She's still hot
2: I'm still holding out for Sarah Lee I think there's still a chance for us
3: (laughs) So so Gigi goes home Um, I'll be talking to her tomorrow morning You can send me questions for her With hashtag ABTV Ask Gigi But let's get some predictions Let's see where we are So we already know The finals for the women Yes. So they pretty much already announced tonight the bottom that the bottom three next week is going to be Josh, Tanner, and Zizi.
2: Right. Not, I mean, I think they're going to play with the idea all next week that the
3: bottom three might not be the guys. Wouldn't it be hilarious if somehow either Sarah, or Amanda won next week before and the finale? I don't. That well, that's would not be a hilarious. This
2: entire time, but yeah. they
3: never were going to do it. But they're playing
2: with that possibility to make us watch next week.
3: Right. And.
2: Who's to say they don't crown a winner on week uh, Crown the female winner on week 9 And then the male winner on week 10 They can do that They can They, they won't you, no. They
1: haven't made the changes to the show That we would have suggested from the beginning That were much smaller changes no. <laughs> That would have made things work better So I doubt they're going to be doing something outlandish like that
3: So so let, let's but do But it would be cool yeah. Let, let's do just instead of like we you think going. Let's let's pretty much just kind of say who's in a finale, because in other words, okay, who's the last win? one being eliminated next week? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Who are your Who are your final four? Thus, who gets who goes home next week? Right. Mm-hmm. Steve, um, we'll start with you. Who gets eliminated next week is between Josh and Tanner because mm-hmm. Zizi can't lose a vote. Mm-hmm. Like there would be no. I don't see a universe where Zizi will lose a vote. And if he's the, in the bottom three with Josh and Tanner... It becomes between Josh it's and Tanner... It's going to be all three of them. Then <laughs> I'm still holding on hope that they might want to just eliminate some... They might want to eliminate a girl next week and crown a winner. Um, I think Josh is going to go home. Because mm. I think he's slightly better than Tanner. And this whole show has been a bizarre world. <laughs> <laughs> this whole show has been Like reasoning. It's going to be Tanner's easy, Amanda, Sarah... And then it's going to be Sarah's easy, okay? Because this whole show is just this like weird circus sideshow where where the people who are great go out real, real, real early. George,
4: what about you? Here is my prediction, and I pray to God that I'm wrong because this would probably I probably won't even show up for the finale. if This is if this happens. <laughs> oh, we know the obvious the bottom three now. You say, I mean, people say like, oh, Zizi can't lose a vote. Well. I hope he does, because quite frankly, we've seen Josh and ZZ in the bottom three at the same time, and Josh got more votes than ZZ. That one time. That one time. But they haven't been in the bottom three together since. Right. Now, with that said, I think what's going to happen, and this is the part where I don't want to happen, they're all going to be in the bottom three, the logical thing would be to save Josh, (laughs) because he Mm -hmm. is just money. Yes. But they're going to save Tanner, because they're going to think that Josh is going to get more votes than ZZ. Therefore, Zizi would get eliminated. But, oh, I'm sorry, that's what's going to happen. Except that Zizi is going to get more votes than Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so then it'll be Tanner and Josh. Because somebody's going to get saved next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I think that's what they're going to say. So you're Tanner. saying
3: Josh eliminated? They're going
4: to say yes. I think Josh eliminated, even though it's the wrong thing to do. They're going to save Tanner because they think that, that Josh is going to get more votes than Zizi. But instead, it's not going to happen. So I, I don't
1: think anyone could ever think that Josh would get more votes than Zizi. It's happened though before, it though. though. Yeah, yeah. but so that's, slightly. that's the only reason why I
4: think ago. that. I mean, but at same, I think Josh has he he's kind of grown. Like I, I like Josh. Like, and mm-hmm. I'm I think that I'm not not the average wrestling fan. Obviously not, but the fact that I've grown to really like him who's to say that a good majority of the people haven't done that either
3: mm-hmm. um, mm. so Chrissy what do you think who's, um, who's getting eliminated
1: I think I only care about Josh when he has his shirt off Oh, me and him, like have, him. Me and don't him don't have the same I don't body. I about him.
3: Yeah, George oh, really? and Josh are, like, identical.
1: <laughs> uh, we'll have him take his shirt off after the show. Ladies, I'll let you all know. Uh, hmm. No, I think that Tanner's going to go next week. I think Josh will get saved by Daniel Bryan. Because mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan keeps doing annoying things. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, I mean, if Sarah and ZZ are going to take it, and it's going to be dumb.
4: Yeah. I, I will say this, though. One, this is one of the few times I actually disagree with Daniel Bryan. I didn't think the whole... Uh, Georgia not knowing who's who's you know she's the bad girl I didn't think that was a big deal that's a huge deal that's no but I mean it was at the beginning of the match now if she would have played along in the match and acted like the bad girl mm-hmm. then that's something else but
2: but it well, just no, the but she the didn't match. act like anything in the match
3: that's why she no one had any idea what what to do with it her.
2: wasn't just the beginning of the match and then she got right into it like the entire match you're just like I don't I'm I don't she's just a deer in headlights right yeah. now that's and NXT
1: I, I just people to give it were booing Amanda. everyone, and she's the only one who got a chant. Like they were shouting her name at one point.
3: Oh,
4: Gigi,
1: yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. After Jericho told them, "Hey, sh- hey, cheer for her." Yeah. <laughs> um, I 100, okay. Chrissy. I 100 with you with your prediction. Josh gets saved. Tanner gets eliminated next week, mm-hmm. and and then we'll we'll have our our final four for the finale of all finales on the show of all shows. <laughs>
1: That'll uh, be fun either way. Yes. The finale show will be fun. It will be
3: fun. And we always have fun talking about this show. Yes. We always have fun interacting quick, with the listeners. I Give me your list of the John Cena I'm going to go with losses. seven.
4: Excluding any Money in the Bank cash yet, I'm going to go with seven. Okay. Shawn Michaels on Raw from London, 2007. And it's not, by the way, not in order. Daniel Bryan, <laughs> SummerSlam 2013 in L.A. Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam 2014 in L.A. Kevin Owens, Elimination Chamber, 2015. Forgot where it's from. I think it's Milwaukee. I could be wrong. Batista, SummerSlam 08, from Indianapolis. Uh, CM Punk, Money in the Bank, Chicago. And The Rock, WrestleMania 28, Miami, Florida.
3: Jeez. I could be wrong. And Seven. That, well, those are all legit. Who knows if there are any more? I just more. don't know if there's any more. Those yeah. are the ones I can think of on top of my head. So, well,
4: feel free to correct me.
3: Well, if he's wrong, let him know in our comment section. And you can bombard him on Twitter... Uh, so George we'll, we'll talk to you first how can people help you get to the road to 300
4: you just follow me go to my twitter page at Hermosa, G-H-E-R-M-O-Z-A
2: and click follow Steve You guys can find me at Steve Kaufman that is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N if you're fans of Suits or Mr. Robot also on the USA Network. I cover those shows tomorrow here at TV. Also this shirt courtesy of ProWrestlingTees.com. Christy.
1: Yes, you all can share your thoughts with me about this and Total Divas and all the other the Dance Moms. (laughs) All your other favorite reality shows. It's at Christy Reports and please also visit ChristyReports.com and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Christy Reports because I'm getting really close to a million hits and I want you guys to help me with
3: that because I love you guys. There you go. Follow me. Follow me on Twitter at We're Rosenberg and Instagram at The We're Rosenberg. And by the way, that's Rosenberg spelled E R G. Some people have been trying to spell it with U R G. It's E R G. People, get my spelling it's right. It's on his shirt. <laughs> it's on this shirt that you can buy along with another design at Peresentees.com slash Christian Rosenberg with E R G. And also support our hashtag NX team. Yeah. Go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash Soapbox car TV buy their NXT team gear to help fund them to go to SummerSlam in two weeks. Um, help them out with that, and then of course, hashtag ABTV. Ask to send me questions as I talk to her Wednesday at ten o'clock Pacific time in the morning. Send me your questions, and we will talk with her then. Thanks so much for tuning in this week for Steve Kaufman, George Amosa, Christy Olson, and Bo Lee, and Bo Dallas. <laughs> I'm whatever voices left to Christian Rosenberg, <laughs> and we'll see you later. Bye bye.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of After Buzz TV. Buzz oh, see you later. Later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Afterbuzz TV or its owners or principals.